You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Evil Barry Kirby and Mandy Pellet. Well, we say Barry Kirby, but he's poorly. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. I, I, I wonder if he's, um, if he's actually, uh, if he just drank too much and he couldn't be bothered to come in. What do you reckon? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say because that, that is totally unfair. Because he's not. He's not like that. So that's unfortunate, actually, because we were going to talk about um, the JL Guys band uh, came to Gloucester, didn't they, on Thursday, or was it um, Glenn Miller band? Oh no, it was Ed Miller band, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that. You're yeah. looking very summery today. I now feel summery. Do you? Yeah. Is it the summery nest? You think? It is. I think it's we the got, weather. It is the weather, and of course <laughs> we've got uh, we've got two special guests today, haven't we? They're the best guests we've ever had. I- who have we got here then? Emily and Lula. So who are you two? How did you get in here, and what's going on? I'm not sure. You're not <laughs> sure. So you two are best of friends, aren't you? Yeah, Lila lives over our field. She lives in the field. <laughs> yeah. She, she lives live, over her field. Do you, what you live in your field, dear? I live over the back of it. You live over the back. Yes, you live over the back of it. And the best part. What's the best part? Oh, and the dogs just <laughs> the dogs just ran in. It's all chaos today. So we've got no Paul with us today. Paul Ryan Orcock, as he's known, that's his name actually. He's. <laughs> why did you laugh then, Mandy? <laughs> Dog's chewing my hand. Oh, that's what. <laughs> Eloise Kirby's calling. Eloise, you should. Uh, we. Oh, this is. Uh, it's they chaos. say. They say never work with kids it's like and animals. <laughs> on radio, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Ellie, oh look at Ellie. Doesn't look very happy. Serious. Ellie, can you hear me? <laughs> Why don't you why don't you Skype in to 7FM and we can talk, all talk to you. Skype in to 7FM. All right? You're not allowed. What'd she say? I don't know how. Oh. Search for 7FM and then Skype in to us. This is all this is Technology City, isn't it? This is. It's all happening here. I'll tell you what we'll do. Oh dear. <laughs> we, 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 we'll get rid of the dog. So I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll we'll play a little song because it is really chaotic this morning. <laughs> but it's fun because it's real radio daring to be different. So this is a bit of Ian Jory and the Blockheads oh, from... Do you know when it's from? 73. Yeah, just... Get, girls, just carry on talking. It's fine. It's no problem. <laughs> we'll be back in this straight after this on 7FM. In the deserts of Sudan And the gardens Japan, from Milan to Yucatan, every woman, every man, hit me with your rhythm stick, hit me, hit me, je t'adore, ich liebe dich, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me with your rhythm stick, hit me slowly, hit me quick, hit me. Fantastic! Hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me 
this morning but that's a bit of Ian Jewelry not sure when it was from I'm sure RPT would know it's a bit aggressive though isn't he for this time of the morning what do you think man I do like Ian Jewelry he likes you as well apparently (laughs) well he used to he's not around anymore he's not is he that's that's a shame actually so I'll tell you what we've got uh, for the for the wonders of modern science, if I open that fader there, we should be able to talk to somebody on the line. Is there somebody there? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> who's that? Eloise. What's up with your dad? He's not feeling well. What's it? Is it? Was it too much drink? Dunno. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Um, you definitely haven't got his talk. <laughs> you haven't got his talkativity. Is that such a word? I don't know. So, what? What? what where is he at the moment? Is he in bed? Yeah. Oh, has he been sick? Nope. Is he coughing? A little bit. A little bit. Oh. <laughs> it, it sounds like there could be something something wrong with him. I don't know. What do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> She's not saying. She's not saying. I've got Emily and Lula on here as well. Hi, Emily. They're just shrugging their shoulders. Yeah. We're also having a bear. Yeah, it's crazy. Could she see us? Uh, she, if she looks on the webcam, she can, yeah. So it's crazy in here this morning. It's, uh, they say never work with animals and children, and I can, I can confirm that is, uh, that, that's true. Uh, the dog kicked the door open, literally, burst in and started licking Mandy. On my uh, legs. On the legs. And, uh, well, we've all done that, but, you know, we're all trying to give it up. But, um, he, he basically, uh, just kicked off, to be honest. It's, it's been a crazy day. So I'd just like to say thank you for Skyping us, uh, Ellie. Are you going to listen on the radio, listen to your mates in here? Yes. Okay, then. She ought to come in next time. You should. Well, she was going to. She mm. was coming in with Barry today. They were, they were going to both sit in. Aww. I know. He's let everyone down. Next with time, his, with his Are you one of us as friends? Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're friends, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll leave it there. Thanks, Ellie, for uh, calling us. And can you go and give your dad a big cuddle from me and Mandy? Yeah. Yeah. And say, get better and soon. Me. And from, uh, from me as well. So... 
Okay, hey, you got all of them there, look, I can see. You've got quite a few of you, have you? No? No. Okay. <laughs> all right, well, have a good day, and uh, we'll speak to you later. Okay. All right, love Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh, there you go. I wonder what he's up with him. I wonder if he's a really poorly sick, or if it's just... Just made up. No, he, he's, that's, he's, he's not the sort of Oh, you're of guy. one of those people in the office who always doesn't believe when I someone's know, ill. I, I know, I <laughs> know. The thing is, he must be ill. He must be, because he would not. He, he's a he's he's just not a letdown like that in any way. So. I think it's been quite full on for Barry for the last God knows how long with all the elections oh. and everything. I think maybe he's burnt out a bit and just feeling a bit of the weather. Yeah, he, You're probably right. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I would imagine... I was looking for a quote from him um, on this... Um, <laughs> Oh, that's a bit of a cough there. Um, <laughs> looking for a Lance. quote from him in the paper, but uh, nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing to do with me anymore. <laughs> no, no, no quotes here. That's it. He's lost his, he's lost his, uh, he's lost his friend there, hasn't he, he's really? He's lost his voice. He's lost his voice. Hmm. <laughs> we can't beat a bit of coffee. There's some water as well I've got for you. Oh, thank you very much. There you go. Thank you. We do, we do care on so 7 do you look after us here. We do. So, Facebook's been getting a bit of a kick in this week. Has it? Mm. <laughs> I don't so, keep up with the news anymore. No, it's boring, isn't it, really? But Facebook removes ads from controversial pages to avoid boycott. Facebook has announced a major revamp of its advertising systems in an attempt to deal with concerns about offensive content. Mm-hmm. Well, we all know about offensive content, don't we? I mean, Paul's here on, on a Saturday normally. Yeah. Uh, there will now be new restrictions on where adverts appear on the site. That's a novel approach, isn't it? You'd have thought they'd have thought of it before, to be well, honest with you. you would, wouldn't you? I mean, that's it. So Marks & Spencer's and B-Sky B were among companies to suspend advertising after complaints that adverts have been placed on pages with offensive material. The social network is now planning to remove any advertising from many of its pages. Eh? The social network is now plan- planning to remove... I don't understand that. Oh, well. Facebook's move follows complaints about a Sky advert promoting an M&S... <laughs> Uh, voucher. The advert was placed on a Facebook page called Cute and Gay Boys. The page featured photographs of teenage boys in a blog post on Friday. That's, uh, that's strange, isn't it? I wonder what, 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 well... I just, I just think it's really, really difficult to police something as huge as Facebook. It is, isn't it? And I think it's, um, something has been waiting to happen it was bound to Definitely. happen and i do wonder Definitely. if mark zuckenberg whatever his name is it's a very clever bloke but i is. do wonder if he thought it through <laughs> very to the bigger picture do you know what i think i was thinking that this morning i was thinking he's very clever technically i mean it's a brilliant idea it's a simple to be honest it's a simple idea mm. um and you know it's he's obviously implemented it and because he was a developer he was clever enough to be able to do that but he's got a lot of control over this still, hasn't he? And it yeah. makes you wonder, you know, he, what's what it's all about. There's going to be a massive lawsuit one day. There will be. Yeah. Well, he's already paid it 20 grand, 20 grand to, <laughs> uh, for dis- to a UK man, actually. Yeah. For discovering a security flaw. Um, Facebook's rewarded a British man with $20,000, which is about four quid, isn't it? In, in <laughs> yeah, real it's money. like that. Exchange rate. Yep. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, after he found a bug which could have ex- been exploited to hack into users' accounts. Of course, it wouldn't have been, would it? No. No one's ever had the account hacked. No, never. No. Jack uh, Jack Whitten, a security researcher, discovered a flaw in the social network's text message system. Facebook thanked Mr. Whitten, 22, who was part of the, the site's responsible disclosure 
Hall of Fame. The company, like many on the web, encourages experts to report bugs to them rather than cry- cyber criminals. <laughs> to make it, do you want to get a glass of water? No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, that's okay, what then. Barry's got. Yeah, that's okay. It's Emily's fault. Yeah, it's Emily's. <laughs> we blame Emily. Um, such programs are known as bug bounties, with similar schemes being run uh, by the likes of Microsoft, PayPal and Google. Facebook's white hat program is designed to catch and eradicate bugs before they cause problems, Facebook told the BBC. Once again, the system worked, and we thank Jack for his contribution. The, the bug, which has now been fixed, allowed Mr. Witten to spoof Facebook's text message verification system into sending a password reset code for an account that was not his. Oh. So, what, to him? It sounds like as if he could reset the password on an account that wasn't his, but he managed to get the email sent to him. Oh. By the sounds of it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, I'm just a woman. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to say too much, man. I've got girl brain. I didn't want to say too much, but no, I think... Um, what do you mean, just a woman? That's, that's a bit defeatist, isn't it? Come around here with that. Yeah. I mean, blimey. Mind you, you're outnumbered today. I am, to be honest. I'm outnumbered. We've got, we got three girls in the studio. I'm feeling a bit nervous, actually. Um, so. One on Skype, she's gone now. And the one on Skype's gone. Mm-hmm. She has. She has gone. So, what special day is happening tomorrow, Emily? Oh... Oh, my party. Oh, yes. And Emily's been preparing a playlist uh, that she I have... She had to think for saying that. Oh, she did, yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got three pages of songs. Oh, my God. Yeah, Leave it more. It's great. Was it the... Do you um, want to read some of them out, Lula? The Wiggles? Um, do, <laughs> do they have the Wiggles in there? I don't know. Katie used to love the Wiggles. Do you know what the Wiggles is, Em? No, it's obviously gone. Yeah, Kate is oh. 14 now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's yeah, that was, the Wiggles. That was 1973. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're, they're having a conversation now. They're having a, a tiff. <laughs> so where's the... Where's the list? You love that song. You love this song? No, Heart Attack by Demi Lovato. Oh, I like that one. Heart Attack. Heart Attack. Yeah, Heart by Demi Lovato. Yeah. yeah. Have we got that song? You've played it before. So. Have I? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we probably have it then. Shall I, yeah. shall, we, shall I see if I can find it now? Yeah. I'll tell you, before I do that, let's play a bit of Bruno and Treasure, because I like... I like that one. He likes you. It was <laughs> nice I song. Wish. Nice yeah. song. A bit of Bruno here. You know what? Now I know what Treasure sounds like, because Lewis Boylan wants it. Oh, uh, Lewis Boylan wants this. Well, he's gone it now.
7 FM. Harry next door is amazing. 79 and he's got a tool for everything. He cooks a cracking Sunday dinner for himself and he plays a mean game of cribbage. These days, there's only one thing he's not so good at. Remembering to test his smoke alarms. So I go around and do it. While Harry finds the right screwdriver I've never got. If you know an older person, please... Test their smoke alarms regularly. It could save their independence. And a lot more besides. Fire kills. You can prevent it. All the best electronic dance music ever created on planet Earth. Every Saturday evening from 8 through till 10pm UK time. This is Dance Attack on 7FM. Advertise on 7FM. Email us at radio at 7FM.com. Okay, well, we're going to play another one from the, was it the 80s or the 70s, man? I don't know, what is it? It's uh, Haircut 100. 80s, definitely. I had their posters. Did you really? Mm. Did you like him? I did. Uh, Well, not I'm a celebrity. Uh, (laughs) Fantastic day. Here we go.
Yeah, but a fantastic day then. You like that, don't you? I do. Yeah, especially for you, that was. Thank you. My pleasure. So you were talking about swimming off air. What, uh, what's all that about then? Are um, you talking to Well, anybody, yeah. I don't mind. Anybody. Yeah. yeah. Go on, then. Um, well, I'm going <laughs> swimming today at Swimwell. Oh. At Ribston? <coughs> yep. At what, Ribston. What group are you in? I'm not sure, but I missed out the group. Why? Because I was so good. <laughs> oh, well done. Well done. Oh, at least you're modest anyway. That's <laughs> good. Then, Take after your father. <laughs> yes. And then last week I had to jump in the deep end. Did but, you? And then I had to swim cool. on my back, all the way to the back. All she the can way. swim, because she did it in my hands. Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah, I went in the very deep end. Just come closer to the microphone a little bit. Bl- push it up <laughs> a little bit. That's it, talking <laughs> to there, that's it. <coughs> I went it. in the very deep end. Did you? Can you touch the floor in the deep end? No. No. No, can you? No. I'm no. scared I wouldn't no, normally. Get <laughs> my dad couldn't. Really? My How dad's... deep is it, then? don't know. It's deeper than my dad. Is it? Deeper <laughs> than your dad? <laughs> your sure. dad's not very deep. <laughs> well, don't <laughs> Taller. Talk into that black thing there. That's it, not to me. That's it. Okay. Don't touch it either. Amateurs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you were talking, so you used to take your little one to swimming, didn't you? Though she's not so little now. She's 14. She's 14 now. Yeah, yeah, I used to take her to the same one that Emily goes to at Ribston on a Saturday morning. And um, she was only about three. But um, Kate is lovely, but um, if Kate doesn't want to do something, she won't do it. Yeah. Not, well, w- when she was little, she wouldn't. And um, yeah, she... <laughs> you'd see all these other little toddlers and sort of three four-year-olds doing what they were told yeah and katie just wouldn't do wouldn't it wouldn't do any of it and it was like this is a waste of time and many <laughs> emily's like that <laughs> Me? Aren't you? Yeah. no emily the other emily that lives here oh. <laughs> <laughs> emily there's only one emily in this house only one emily yeah <laughs> so you see so got so how so <coughs> did you used to jump in did you used to jump in as well? I had to, yeah. Did you? Because she was meant to go... You th- had to throw in hoops and things, and they went to swim through them and stuff, and she just wasn't doing it. Katie did what Katie wanted to do. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Say that again. I used to do that in America. What's that? Um, sw- swimming through the hoops. Did you? Yeah. The dolphins do that as well, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I strict a dolphin. Have you? Is it furry? Or is it like... <laughs> It's, well, no, well, yeah, what does, what does it, because it looks... It's really... Shiny. Yeah. Smooth? Yeah. Okay, like my head. <laughs> I got, uh, it's quite warm in here, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, how, when, when did you do that, then? Um, when we went to Disneyland. Oh, right, okay. Excellent. And I stretched a, s- oh, Stingray. Yeah. Yeah, no Katie did, way. too, yeah. He had no stingray. Do they, are they the ones that bite you? <laughs> or they but, um, we went you. to Florida in <laughs> 2009, I think. 2008, 2009 with the kids. Yeah. I went to SeaWorld and that was just after what's his face, the Australian chap had been killed by a stingray. Oh, and you stroked one? Um, no, Katie stroked one. I didn't. <laughs> In that area. Yeah. I mean, it was a pure fluke, wasn't it? it was, they're not antagonistic oh, or no. aggressive. Oh, really Yeah. They got lovely little faces. Oh, when wow. they turn upside down, they got like a little sweet face. Yeah, as, yeah. They, as they rip your legs off and then <laughs> sting you to death. God, yeah. No, it's just a fluke. He's, the sting went up and just got him in the heart, didn't it? Oh, well, um, it that could have an been accident, anything, didn't it? Yeah. Really? yeah. It's yeah. a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Irwin, that's the chap. He, he was quite a, quite a good guy, wasn't he? I he mean, was. Well into all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, so, what else has been going on in Gloucester then? So, um, this week... Um, 
I met Prince Harry on Thursday. It Did you? Like, no, I didn't know. Oh, <laughs> oh Emily, no. bless her. Did you? You're so, so mean. Do you want to read this one out? Because it's uh, have a read of this Prince Harry thing. Song, Wait, which one is it? It's a blue. <laughs> it's a blue one on the back. That's oh, right, it. Okay. <laughs> Prince Harry enjoys bacon and egg sandwich during Stabberton. Oh, Stabberton. Mm, check him out. Yeah. And you didn't meet him. No, no I wouldn't. Now I was working, wasn't I? Unfortunately. Prince Harry enjoyed a cup of tea and a bacon and egg sandwich in Stafferton on Thursday. So, I take it Alan Sugar only picked up his plane. What use? Yeah, I won't say that. I don't think Prince <laughs> Harry. I don't think Prince Harry says Prince that. Prince Harry wouldn't say that. No, he'd get used that. <laughs> the royal flew into Gloucestershire Airport in a military Apache helicopter and tucked in some, into some grub at the neighbouring Aviator Pub and Restaurant. He was there for about 20 minutes, and manageress Pat Martin described him as completely normal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We Um, didn't know he was coming. He walked in with three other guys, and they sat down and did their debriefing, she said. He was very professional, and so were we. We just treated him as a normal customer, but it was very exciting. Darren Bell of Bell Carpet and Flooring, bit of advertising, (laughs) shook the prince's hand and took a few pictures of him. He said Prince Harry and many other high-profile names often fly into the airport. Harry is not the only big name to have enjoyed a hearty meal at the pub. Hollywood megastar Jean-Claude Van Damme. I love his adverts. He's great. (laughs) Take my breath away. (laughs) Away. Boom, boom. Um, Lord Sugar, yeah. I won't say it. I'm not going to say it. (laughs) And Julian Lloyd Webber have all dined there after jetting into the county in recent years. Local radio superstar Andy Clark from Hard Work. We all know him, don't we? Um, Also goes to the airport to do his flying stuff. Look, innit? <laughs> Although he is a bit rubbish, it oh, says Oh, thanks for that, Mandy. <laughs> it I says can't here. believe you said that. <laughs> I cannot believe you said my flying was a bit rubbish. <laughs> You've passed your flying test now. Oh, I've only passed the air law. Oh, the air law. Yeah, yeah. It's, only, it's only the fundamentals of what you have to do. It's the actual doing bit. So, I wonder what the weather's like today. Let's have a listen, actually, because... Um, I haven't got it wired up. But it feels quite hot at the moment. I think we're very good. Oh, thank Same. you. Same. <laughs> Emily's been in it, so she must think we're good. She Hang must on. trust you. Yeah, but he didn't fly it. Ah. Uh. Oh. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, the airport's not open yet. Isn't it? No, I've just tried it now. I've just checked it. It's not... The ATIS isn't working. Oh. This is Gloucester. This is Gloucester with information alpha. QFE... No, I'm not doing that impression <laughs> anymore. So, um... Yeah, so there you go. By the way, taking your headphones off and still talking, people still can't hear you. Are you hot? Okay, sorry. Is that what you just said? Yeah. <laughs> I was hot. You're hot. I've put the aircon on. Let me put it down to number 21, because that's a good number. That's my age. There you go. Is it really? Yeah. What's the matter, Em? Oh, I think this is the most stressful She wants Demi Lovato. Oh, you want hot? <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good, Emily. I wonder where you get your sort of um, shyness from, because... Um, <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Is it not from Probably. your mother? Probably, no? It probably is. Yeah. I'll tell you, let's have a look then. Should we have a look for it? So, well, who, oh, dear, it's a bit chesty. So, what, um, what's it, who's it by? Demi Lovato. Have I got it? You've played it oh, before. I, I don't think I have, actually. Shall I sing it? N- yeah, well, that'd be good. <laughs> oh, I don't think I've got it, No. <laughs> Oh, is, it, is this it? Yeah. Here we go. So who's, who is it? What's the song called? On 7FM. Never said yes to the right guy. Never had trouble getting what I want. But when it comes to you, I'm never good enough. When I do. 
to Stonehouse and Matson to Mumbai. This is 7FM. It is 7FM and the reason I've played that jingle, there is a reason for it. I'm not going to say what it is now. No, I will. I will. I will. So the reason is we've just had an email from Brigitte. Brigitte sorry, I read that wrong. So Brigitte, she's saying, good morning, guys. Me morning. and my daughter is listening in our kitchen. Uh, we are making scones, and could you play Heartstrings with Janet Leon for my daughter? She's making the most fab scones ever. Excellent. That's a very, very English word, fab. You've been spending <laughs> too much time with Paul, I think. Should Don't we give you think? Her a applause? I think we should. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Let's give her a clap. Yay! But she hasn't said what her. Did she uh, send some over? Ah, yes. <laughs> Can you send some over? We'll give you the postcode and everything. What's it's, her name? Her name's Birgitta. It says She says, it's really sunny here in Stockholm, so we'll have our breakfast out in the garden when oh, the scones nice. are done. Oh, nice. Is it scones or scones? I say scones. scones. I say I'm scones. not posh. Well, who says what? Well, what do you say? Scones. 
Scones. Scones. <laughs> I think I say scones. Or do I say scones? If I'm from Stroud. Oh. <laughs> you probably say both. So this, now I'm going to try, do, do you want to see if you can read that on there? Read Lula, what, see what that word says there. Um, so, what? oh, you probably can't actually. So, I'll have a go. So it says Saliga, Saliga Helsninga. Saliga Helsninga. From the resort, from the resort part of the Swedish fan club. Oh, that's fantastic. Stick at from min iPhone. I reckon that means sent from my iPhone, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what it means. Yeah. I'm not sure. So, we will try and uh, we will try and find that song, actually, because we do that on 7FM. We're, we're crazy like that. We are. The only thing is, I'm really prepared. So and you're I, very kind. I'm very kind. Oh, thank you. He's a very, very nice man. I'm a very nice man. <laughs> very nice man. Very nice man. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to try and find that song. So, can you just talk and make yourselves while I do that? That's what that's what I normally ask you okay, guys to do. Okay, right. Shall I ask the girls what they've been up to this week? Yes, go on. <laughs> okay, what have you been up to this week, girls? Oh, yesterday School? we had Chippy. Chippy? Oh, and I got I Chippy. got a Coke bottle and it said my name on it. Really? Where'd you um, get that from? <coughs> Tesco's um, Blue. No. <laughs> no, it was in the, like, freezer. In where? Um, it's the chippy by Whitminster. Oh, nice. Oh. You said share a cup with Emily. Is it the Whitminster... Oh, I know the one you mean. Yeah, the Whitminster Hotel one where they've got all sorts there. Yeah. They've got Chinese and... Yeah. John <coughs> Goldrick. Very nice man, John Goldrick. <laughs> yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah, we've made films for him. Have I've you? I've done yeah. not much at school. We've only been making <laughs> our building projects. Well, you know what's going on now, don't you? The teachers are going into... Um, we're coming up to the summer holidays phase and they're know, sort of cruising we... into it. I know, we're the teacher. What? I know my new teacher. Going into 5C. <laughs> I'm, I've got my teacher till I'm 14, so. Have you? What school are you at now? Winstones. Winstones? Ah, right. So you don't go from sort of a junior school to a secondary school, you stay in the it's same from one? It's three years. Yeah. It's kindergarten. Yeah. Kindergarten? That's a bit what German, time isn't you, it? I bet you break up soon then, don't you? They normally break up earlier than all the yeah, we state get eight schools. Weeks off. Oh, it's alright for Sam, isn't it? Not fair, we get sick. I know. I know it's not fair, but that's the way it is. <laughs> that's life. <laughs> which bit? Which bit? I missed that. Which bitch isn't? Which bitch? Oh, start again. Which bit isn't fair? Winstones get eight weeks off in eight the summer. Eight weeks. Yeah. That's crazy. And everybody only gets a mere six weeks. Oh. So not fair. I wish I had six weeks. I off. wish I was a teacher. I wish I had a week. Yeah, I know. Same here. So I tell you what we'll do. We'll uh, we'll do a quick ad break, and then we'll come out of the ad, and we will I play. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang <laughs> on. <laughs> the idea is when I'm speaking, you don't. That's, that's the rules. <laughs> have a t-shirt made for that. Yeah. When I speak, you don't. Yes. Have you got... <laughs> I can make one. fantastic... <laughs> that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, we'll, t- we'll take a quick ad break, and then what we'll do is we'll come back with Janet Lean and Heartstrings. We've got it Excellent. on 7FM. Andy Clark's 7 Ball Breakfast Show on 7FM. When you're on holiday, partying in clubs, on the beach, even on the streets is great. But on your hotel balcony, not so great. Especially if you've had a drink. 
To hear from Jake, who was lucky to survive, go to fco.gov.uk slash Jake. This is part of a joint FCO app to travel safety campaign. What doorstep traders say and what they mean can be very different things. For example... Hello, I was just passing and I noticed the state of your guttering. Hello, I saw you in the window and saw pound signs in my eyes. Did you know your drive needs relaying? Your drive is absolutely fine, but I could make a fortune here. You could do with having your roof done. You could hand over half your life savings and never see me again. Some doorstep traders will deliberately mislead you, and worse, some may try to steal from you. If in doubt, here's what you could say. Thanks, but I'd, I'd like to have a think about it. Bye! It's your right to say no. See adviceguide.org.uk or call the Citizens Advice Consumer Helpline on 08454 To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. So we're back on the 7FM Breakfast Show, as well, well the 7 Ball Breakfast Show, and this song here is uh, is one, it's Janet Lee, and it, what do you know what it's called, Em? Um, is it Heartbreak? Hey, nearly, Heartstrings, I did tell you Heartbreak, actually, but it's Heartstrings. <laughs> uh, but she hasn't said what her daughter's name is, I don't think, has she? Mrs. Let me have a look. says Heartstrings. Thank you very much. Well done, Emily. Nicely done. Mm. Slick. <laughs> Standing in the sun Everything's changed I found someone The one All that I've said All that I've done You're the right to all the wrong We're at the start Where we begin So come on You put all my heart Faith, give it my life 
you go. That is, that is indeed, it's, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> oh, I had a bit of a frog in my throat. That's Janet Leon um, and Heartstrings, and it's for Brigitte's daughter, but she hasn't said her daughter's name. So we don't know what it is. So we can't say what it is, because we don't know. Anyway, we were talking about Good Luck Charlie off air just now, weren't we? What were you saying, Emily? Um, well, this girl, she's about three, called Charlie, and she swears. <gasps> That's not nice. We and did then, another one. And then, um, and then Amy doesn't know where she's got it from, and in, in the car one day, she's driving, and she says, get out the way, and then she goes, beep, and then, and then, and then she goes, ah. Because she, because then goes she like goes. like what? <gasps> and, then, oh. and, then, and then, and then, she, and then Charlie, and then she goes, because <gasps> then? then she knows that, that Char um, Charlie got it from Amy. Uh, ah. which one's Amy, the mum? Yeah. What's the other one? There's the dad. What's the dad called? Bob. Bob. He's lost... Is he the one who's lost lots of weight? Yeah. Yeah, one day he comes home wearing PJ's clothes. No. Yeah. He comes home wearing skinny jeans and a really yeah. floppy top. A and croppy then you... top. A what? He's like a really... croppy top. No, a floppy. <laughs> a floppy. No, no a floppy. Crop top. <laughs> it's just all like stuck like against it. <laughs> he's really slim. He's got a slim. And then he has a six pack. Oh, the dad is now. Yeah, he has a six pack. He's just got a six pack. And then there's the daughter. Teddy. Oh, Teddy. Okay, that's Bridget a Bridget Mendler. Name. Is, that her, is that her real name, Bridget? Bridget and then she, PJ. She, she, okay. Plays, she sings Ready or Not. And then PJ. Ready or Not? Yeah. Ready or Not, here, here I come. That's well, not... The Fugees. Oh, the Fugees. Yeah, that's right. The Fugees sang it, didn't they? So go on then. What it's else? And, and then there's Gabe. He's the naughtiest. Oh, and then there's Gabe. He's the naughtiest. There's Charlie, Gabe, PJ, Teddy... You haven't spoken about Bob. PJ yet. Oh, and Toby. Toby's brand new. Yeah. Right. Toby's <laughs> brand new. Yeah, he's like a baby like that, but he's so cute. <coughs> Another one being thrust into stardom, whether yeah. they like it or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hmm. <coughs> Say again. Five children in their family. God, oh, that must be great fun. Yeah, can you imagine having all of them in here? Oh, We've no. only got four. <laughs> in our family. Yeah. There's yeah, only two of you, isn't there? I've only got one. There's too many of us, really. We could do with getting rid of a couple. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. Don't say me, gets rid of Stuart. Okay, Stuart, he helped me all day <laughs> yesterday, though. True. Well, not all day, because I was working, but in the evening when we started doing the digging and that. Oh, but Emily Bless does him. help you out a lot. Where? What does she do? Is he starting to make his children <laughs> state a case as to why they can stay? <laughs> so they need to... Stuart made cake for... For us. Oh, yeah, he did. He made a cake. It was last. So Stuart's, uh, Stuart's on the win at the moment. So you're really down low. So oh, I've got loads of money. Have you? <laughs> oh, in that case... I've got £65. That's it. Pounds. You can wow. stay. I did have £135. You yeah. spent it all. My birthday. Yeah. You're going to get more for your birthday anyway, aren't you? It's on Monday. Your party's on... And how old are you going to be, Emily? Nine. Nine? Same Five age days. as me. Yeah. So yeah. you're already nine. And when were you nine? November, so I'm ten in November. Okay. Big age gap. Yeah, there Easy is. Knows, you know, this time. <laughs> Big age gap. We just had another email in today. Isn't it funny? There's only me and you in here. Well, and the two girls as well. And yeah. we've, had, uh, we've had more interaction today than we have for a long time. So we've had an email come in today from um, an old friend of mine, actually, and a friend of Mark's. Uh, a friend of Mark's. A friend of Paul's called Mark Farity. And um, he's saying, Morning Clinker. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I forgot to tell you about that, didn't I? That was my nickname <laughs> for reasons I won't go into. Brilliant. Okay. Morning, Clinker. Good to hear your dulcet tones over the airways again. Got any white snake, uh, Mark Faraday? Well, Mark, we, we actually have. Oh, this is a bit of white snake, and it's full for your loving on Radio Two with Terry Wogan today for Mark Ferretti.
Bit of White Snake there. Not your favourite song, though, I understand, man. I don't mind it, but no. I was, like I said, I was a good, typical girly girl, Duran Duran and that kind of thing. Well, wham. this... A bit of wham. Bit yeah, of wham. wham's good. <laughs> so he's saying, hi, Clinker, doesn't White Snake sound so bluesy now? Was hardcore rock back in the day, Mark? <laughs> he's right, actually. It did. It was, I mean, it does, but it does. He's, he's got a really good point there. Yeah. Very bluesy. Good we, point made. Yes, well point made. Uh, <laughs> but of course, he's Mark's, um, Mark's friends with Paul as well. But Paul's not here today, Mark. Oh, we've just had an email in from Brigitte again, and my daughter Vanya says thanks for the song. She would send some scones if Mum let her. <laughs> like your new co-hosts. Oh, they like They're it. They're good, aren't they? Yeah, you like it. I think Barry and Paul are out of a job. Yes. So <laughs> Brigitte likes you too. <laughs> yes. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Uh, and she sent a photograph of her daughter. In fact, her daughter looks quite a similar age to you guys, actually. I'm not very good, but it's a sideways photo, so I can't really see it properly. But um, and her daughter's name is now. I think that's <laughs> Vanya. I'm pretty sure it says it, that's Vanya. Am I right? Am I pronounced it right? No, I can't read it from here. You no, know, it's a long way away. Actually, <laughs> I think it is. Um, anyway. We've got the news coming up in five minutes' time, and the, the girls are going to have to get ready for swimming and that, aren't you? They're off to swimming. Off to see yeah. some swimming. So, do you remember, Mand? Now, even this even this word is probably uh, totally un-PC now. Gone for a decade, the invalid carriage. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was invalid or invalid. <laughs> no, it is definitely, because it's the same word, isn't it? Yeah. Another good <laughs> British word with two meanings. So yeah. it says, back in the day, before people were jealous of the cars disabled people have... <laughs> what? <laughs> back in the day, before people were jealous of the cars disabled people have, they were often seen driving alone in an unflattering yet classic and often remembered three-wheeled vehicle. It was called the invalid carriage. But ten years ago, that's all changed. Ten years, um, ten, year, ten years ago, that all changed. They are motorised trikes with a fibreglass shell designed for driving on the road. A kind of one-person car which made disabled people more mobile. Known generically as the Invacar. This is so NPC, isn't mm. it? This was actually the brand name of one of the models available. The light blue Thirdsley or AC Invercar, which are the ones people remember most. Not over stylish, although their drivers refer to them as noddy cars. Oh, I do remember noddy you cars. You do. <laughs> On the 31st of March 2003... They were banned from use on the roads in Britain because of safety concerns. They were all called in and crushed. There were few surviving museums and private ownership after the war. Their caring, rosy glow around the beginnings of the NHS. It was felt something was needed to get injured ex-servicemen and disabled people more mobile. In 1946, the first accessible motor-driven trike was invented by engineer Bert Greaves for his paralysed cousin. Greece then founded the Invercar Company. The Ministry of Health subsequently started a service where they supplied and repaired these motorised vehicles, giving them free of charge to those who were eligible. And I do remember that. I kind of <clears> remember <throat> it. They were sort of a bluey colour like that, that Emily's got on. Yeah. And they had, um, I think they had, the original ones had one headlight, but the others then had two headlights. Very close together, very angular. Mm. A little bit like the Reliant Robin, because I, I remember as a kid I got confused between the Reliant Robin and those, because I thought the Reliant Robin was a, was a, well, use that word, invalid car, which is yeah. just not, <laughs> not PC, not PC anymore. No, but no, they no. Were, that's what they were called. It was yeah. a brand name as well, yeah. Invercar. Yeah. True story. So, so uh, are they coming back? <laughs> I don't think so. 
I don't think so, no. No. No, no they won't ever come back. No. They, but uh, there's a photograph on the BBC website of a line of them lined up ready to be crushed. Oh, sad. It just seems terrible. Why that would you really crush sad. them? We drive, we'd be better off driving around my field. And I'm but yeah, you could them. use them for something else, couldn't you? Yeah, stop. Crush you could what? do You could do Invercar. Invercar. Derby. Actually, Invercar and Derby. You could. Yeah. Well, Definitely. Tim's always thought about doing so, yeah, somewhere at Blackpool on the seafront and yeah. having the um, mobility scooter <laughs> racing. That'd be good. Yeah. Mm. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah. And then you could do jumping them. Evil Knievel could jump them, I couldn't he? Stunts. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Stunts with Invercar. Yeah. Doesn't it sound like something you would give to your child if they've got a cough? <laughs> Invercar, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> In fact, it's probably something we should give them now, I think. I think so. My cousin loves um, doing stunts on his bikes. Really? What sort of stunts? Like, he tries to do flips but can't. On a bike? Blimey. How old is your cousin? 28. That. Oh, Scary. he's 10. Wow. Because my um, um, uncle does that. What? On a, on a flip, but he goes up. Has he got a scrambler? What, a motorbike? No. Oh. Just a bike. <clears throat> ah, there you go. True okay, story. <laughs> true story indeed. So we've just right. got just over a minute to go to the news, and then we're going to say goodbye to our little our little young co-host today. Uh, who you've made some friends in Sweden. So when you go to school on Monday, you can both tell your teachers that you appeared live on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show on a Saturday morning, and yeah, you actually yeah. spoke. Well, you can say that you had contact with somebody from Sweden who lives in Stockholm. From here. Okay. Can we put a really good song on? Can we put Ready or Not on? Oh, no. Oh. Please, is it a Fuji's winner or is it a new one? It's quite new. Which one's that? Ready or Not by Bridget Menler. Ah. Ah, right. Oh, they got One Direction. I've just there. noticed that no. those clocks, the clocks are different. What are? Well, that one's got, that one's different seconds. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, it's slightly that, that in front, that one. Yeah. 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 Well, that one says 8.59 and 25, which is closer to that one. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Mark weird. says here that he saw Snake Charmer last Saturday at a gig <laughs> in Kidderminster, formed by Mickey Bloody and Neil Ma uh, Murray of Whitesnake. Worth oh, a listen. Wow. Got an album out and a single. Accident prone. Got a copy. Got Send me it, Mark. Send me it. Right. Goodbye, girls. No. See ya. No, can you? We're on with can the news go? in two seconds' time. So goodbye. <laughs> Across Gloucester and around the world at 7fm.com and 7fm.com. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Evil Barry Kirby and Mandy Pellet.
came with a bit of sandstorm now. I didn't know if it was appropriate to play on a Saturday morning, but we like it, don't we? We do. It makes me feel young again. Okay, so the question is, what year, man? I haven't a clue. Do you know what? It's one of those things I could have either been 18 or 30. I don't know. Well, I, I would just say... I remember it. Would you be nearer 18 or 30? I'm not sure. Probably... Well, I'd say how... Very careful. I know, I'm just trying to think. I'll tell you when it is and you can decide. So it was released on November the 15th, 1990... What? Ooh, it was in the 90s. 1994. 1999. 1999. Oh, God, no, I was 30. Oh, there you go, then. <laughs> <laughs> it was released in Finland by, by 16-inch records and re-released in Europe in 2000. Mm. Sandstorm was the best-selling 12-inch single worldwide in 2000 on March the 1st, 2010. Over 10 years after its release, the song was certified gold in the United States by the Recording Industry Association of America for sales of over, how many do you think? Mm, 20 million. No, actually. Actually, this doesn't seem a lot of 500,000. Mm, that's the trouble nowadays, isn't it? You don't have to sell that many records. Oh, well, do you know who you sound like there? You sound like my very good friend, <laughs> Jules Holland, because he actually said that. So yeah. he said when he got to number one... No, when he got to number two in 1974, I think, with... Cool for cats. I got yeah. to number two. They oh, sold over, one. yeah, five hundred thousand copies. Mm. But to get to number one now, I think you only have to download something like twenty thousand. Yeah, it's not a lot, really. But we've got a good chance. Well, Maybe we, we ought to do one. But we are getting <laughs> over fifty downloads. Um, so between Saturday and Monday, fifty people listen to our Seven FM breakfast show. Well, I know that's, that's not a lot, but it, I think it is. It is when we're only in Little Hardwick. We're only in Little Hardwick yeah. in Little Old Andy's Little Old Office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's the name of this song then? Oh, this is um, Popcorn. By? Oh, God. Very, no, it's a very twee and appropriate band name for the name of the song. All I can remember is I had an album called Go Moog when I was a child. Go? And this was Go Moog. It was about the Moog. Synthesizer. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you really? Have you yeah. still got it? Probably not, no. Oh, okay. I think my mum chucked it out because she chucked a lot of my stuff out. Because, you know, you, when you move house... Oh, mums are a nightmare. They're too. terrible. I know they are. You move house and they just bin all your stuff. Well, and do you know what? And Emily, do, uh, Karen does that now, but we got a fairly big loft. In fact, we got four lofts, actually, and we only used two of them. Okay. That <laughs> makes you? me check me out with my loft. How many lofts four you got, man? Andy. I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> four lofts, Andy. Yeah. Um, but they are, like, a bit 90 degrees up there. But Karen and I go up and say, we need to clear the loft out. It's like, okay, but why? But what we do, just do. Because the ceiling's starting to bolt. Yeah, but actually, do you know what? This is, this, we noticed that when we put that helmet up there, that the ceiling is very bulged in the middle. It's a bit two inches lower in the middle than it is anywhere else. But it looks flat. But, um, yeah, so she, we've got to throw can we just Emily's toys she's not using throw them out yeah, my mum threw all our stuff out but don't you wish she kept them now yeah definitely Tim's still got his mum did get rid of most stuff but she did keep a few things and it is quite nice it is It's and also you can give down to your children can't you I tell you what I still wish I had my girls world where I cut her hair and felt tipped her makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing you really yeah, want to keep definitely yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah exactly I mean and um Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, um... So I'm just reading emails. I, I need to stop doing that, don't I? Stop reading emails when you're on the show, Andy. You need an admin assistant. Well, on Radio 1, they have one. I'm Radio yeah. 2. Yeah. They have a PA. Yeah. Or a production assistant. Mm-hmm. I did, um... I did email, um, Shawnee Sean today. Yeah. Because he tweeted me yesterday to say, guess where I am. I said, I don't know. Sean, not on the BBC me. again. Well, he does. He, he does <laughs> so he, you know, that's what he journalises for. So yeah. It's not the right word, is it? 
Um, he said, I'm I'm at BBC TV Centre. He was? Oh, and I right. was like, what are you doing there, girlfriend? And he said, I'm there. Um, and we're broadcasting all of the Wimbledon and Glastonbury stuff. Oh, excellent. And I said, give her my regards. Mm. And he referred to her as her, and I just thought that was really nice. I just thought that was nice. Who's her? Well, BBC TV Centre. Oh, as ah, her. I see. Oh, yeah, sorry, oh. yeah. <laughs> he referred to him, her... her auntie. Yeah, auntie. It's yeah. Mm. So, um, we got a problem with the phone line not working this morning, because we've got our new router installed, so we've got proper internet now. Um... If you if you can hear this, Sean, can you Skype in? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> yeah, do that one. <laughs> yeah, Skype in and tell us all about what you were doing there yesterday um, at the BBC uh, TV Centre with Wimbledon and, of course, Glastonbury. So, Glastonbury, mm. you go in. Oh, no, do you know what? Tim's been filming for the Bath and the Bristol Apprenticeship Awards. Really? And he's been going, and also the Western Gazette Business Awards. So he's been going to Yeovil, Somerset, Bristol and Bath and he said... He drove past Glastonbury, I think it was on Thursday when they were just starting to go in, and he said, I must be getting old, because I looked and thought, I really couldn't be bothered with that now. Really? How old is he? He's 45. Oh, he's a young pup. (laughs) He's two years younger than me. Well, actually, three years, maybe. (laughs) But no, it's just like, when you're young, you don't mind the chemical toilets, the mud, the camping, and I think now... Oh, I don't know. I don't think I could be doing with it. I think if it's if it's not muddy, I think it would be okay. Yeah. It'd be all right if you could go and then go and leave and go and stay in a nice hotel and then go back the next day. Really? <laughs> that is scary that you've said that, man. Yeah, but you've got a nice caravan. You could take your caravan. To you? be sure, to be sure. <laughs> I could be taking the caravan up there. The hobby caravan, of ours, as I've got. <laughs> not a very good impression, though. But no, you're right. I think, do you know what? It does, it does make you think that, but I bet you if he went... And he experienced it. I bet you he changed yeah. his mind. Well, he might not, but I, I just think it's one of those things where if you went there and you had nothing, you know, you just had nothing to do for a whole day. Yeah, that'd be nice. Take your phone, take your yeah. phone, leave your phone at home. Yeah. Mind you, we did have this that. conversation last night. Chris and Poppy came round, you know, Thursday night's drinks um, night was changed to Friday. Oh, was this it? is Chris with Poppy the Boxer Dog and she comes round every Thursday for Thursday night drinks club. Apart from when Tim can't do it. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> say, hang on, you've just messed with my mind now. So, so Poppy's a boxer dog? Yeah. It's and quick. she comes around for drinks? Yeah. And uh, um, actually, I'm going to have does, to get... Man, tell me more. Well, we've got a neighbour called Chris, right. and him and Tim are really good friends. Ah, cool. And every Thursday, Chris comes round with Poppy with a ah. the six-pack or a bottle of wine. I'm with you now. And they have Thursday night drinks club. Ah. And they normally talk about solar panelling, because Chris runs a solar panel company. Not by any chance in Staverton? No, no. Well, actually, his offices might be in Staverton, I'm not sure. What's the name of the company? I think it's Roxon. Because we were thinking about getting solar panels, because we got quite a... Uh, I'm not going to say a big roof, <laughs> but we've got fall a roof. Off. <laughs> fall, off, fall off's Andy. That's what I should be known as now, fall off's Andy. Um, we've probably got an ideal roof for so We've got well, a roof. Chris is your man. We should get Chris over here. He's very good. We should get him in to give us a... And does he do... Um, well, yeah, I should give him a ring. Yeah. Give him a ring. I'll yeah. do that. Yeah, he is very, very good. Cheap. I like cheap, and, Very good and you can make money out of this one, can't you? Yeah, we've Back got in... he, we've got them on our roof. You have, Chris, have you? Yeah, Chris put them on our roof. Do, do you? Um, how does that work at net with your um, pricing and stuff? Ooh, I don't know. Do we, we haven't had them on long enough to sort of gauge it? I think we need a little bit longer, but um, 
Yeah, they do seem to. It's quite good when you see the tick on the little monitor we've got in the kitchen. Does that mean that's that you're making the washing machine on? Because <laughs> you're like making that. money. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. You're thinking the washing machine's on and we're not using any electricity technically. I wonder good. if that would work for us though, because of the hot tub and stuff. I don't know. Well, to be honest, though, it's going to reduce your. Co I mean, well, I think we should get Chris round. I think you and should. And Poppy. And Poppy, she's brilliant. I Kano think, would love oh, Poppy. Oh, he would, wouldn't he? Yeah, cause, yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're a bit like a, a tall staff, aren't they? Boxes. Yeah. And they got the jolly blitter blitter or something. She's such a softie. Oh, really? And um, last night, because she gets so excited, Chris goes, "We're going to see Tim. We're going to see Tim." And she goes mental, and he actually filmed on his phone last night really? and brought it round. He said, "This is what Poppy gets like just before we come round," oh, and fantastic. she goes mental, really excited. That is very strange because Pop uh, Kano is having a play date tonight, sleeper. Really? Yes. Where? So Zayda next door, <laughs> her mum and dad. Oh, this is sounding a bit twee, isn't it? But so her, her <laughs> so, so <ro> darling, <laughs> <bed's me. laughs> oh, exactly. So Rob and Viv are going up to to look at a hobby caravan, actually, but oh, they're yeah. driving up to Darlington Lee. Yeah, is that Kent? Darlington. Where's Darlington? Darlington, blamey no Lee. It's like <laughs> not far from where like Barry's from Lee. Oh right, is it North? Yeah, Lee. That was a really bad impression of up north, wasn't it? <laughs> That's a really bad Jimmy Nail. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Lee. I didn't know. So anyway, they're driving up there, and it's a four and a half hour drive. Um, so rob said would you mind having zayda and we went no of course not so she is a big alsatian oh. she's about a year just over a year old oh, bless. she's very clumsy because she's still a puppy yeah so she'll run at you and you know most dogs will slow slow up yeah. <laughs> bang straight into you <laughs> so if you're walking down the field away from her karen said she's coming <laughs> um and she's experienced the electric fence oh dear i was at the polytunnel and i heard her experience the electric oh, fence dear. in the garden here oh dear so she because i think as soon as the duck's flat she's over to him mm. um, but anyway she won't do that but um <laughs> so she's staying over tonight oh, and rob said well don't worry he said um just put a blanket on your bed and she'll just sleep on the bed and we went what what, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean what said, yeah that'll be fine that'll be fine she's just sleep on the bed and she'll sleep in between you and karen and it's like <laughs> no oh. she can sleep with kane he's kane has a cage <laughs> Oh, no, he just sleeps on the bed with us. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. is not happening. <laughs> she would just go home. Yeah. Well, do you know what, do you know what Kane does? At about half past ten, he'll, because he normally sits on the city with us or whatever, snoring and burping and stuff as Everything he does, else. being a yeah. staff, yeah. Mm. Everything else, yeah. <laughs> he'll, get off the, he'll get off the sofa and then he'll walk into his cage. Oh, bless and get him. Into it. He doesn't pull it shut and oh, lock called, it. That's called institutionalisation. But, but the thing is, um, have you got a dog? No, we've got Betty now oh you've Katie, got a katie got her own way oh fantastic got you got, got it ronnie and he's got his cage <laughs> yeah and he comes out and then when he's had enough he just goes back in and we shut it and then that's it have you got a cat as well no that's we've got four cats next door that have killed four cats they've killed most of our pets oh they killed two guinea pigs really and they killed our last budgie what you want to <laughs> get is a falcon yeah a falcon or a, a golden eagle because they have a wingspan of about seven feet. Yeah. A cat wouldn't attack a golden eagle. No. No, we, we would have liked to have a cat, but next door's cats would just bully it because they do bully all the other cats around, so it's just not worth it. You know that, well, if you got, you know, there's, there's a certain cat that you could get that they wouldn't bully. Oh, yeah. Is it a tiger? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I was going to say a lion, actually. But, yeah, if you got yourself a lion or a tiger, yeah. then um, they, wouldn't, um, they wouldn't come near your house. I tell you what, they never used to go near our rabbit. We used to have a rabbit called Rupert. They can be nasty, can't they? He was nasty. He was very nasty. He didn't mess with Rupert. He was, um, 
I don't think he was that big, really, but he was one of those ones with loads of fur. So oh, he I know. Huge. Oh, yeah, and you pick him up and your hands disappear yeah. into him. It's like, we oh, gave him a bath big. once. It's like, oh my God, mm. look. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he gone? He's like a rat. <laughs> <laughs> he shrunk. <laughs> but no, they were scared of him and he didn't take any mess. So. Really? Yeah, but unfortunately, Rupert's no longer with us. Oh, how long yeah. ago? Probably about three years ago now. How old was he, do you know? I think he got to about four. Can you remember what type of rabbit he was? He was, oh God, it was a lion head. Which, unfortunately, because they're quite into bread... Yes. They, I don't think they have a very long lifespan. Oh, that's a shame. And he shame. had to have his teeth done and stuff because they were growing up... <laughs> this is really boring now. His no, roots, it's not. His teeth were growing up through the oh, they do, don't they? ...into his, his eye sockets. And I noticed one day that he looked like he was crying. I took him to the vets and they said they're pressing on the tear ducts, <clears> the roots, so he had to have... Um, so we had to have his eyes out. We took the opportunity to have his teeth done and said, while he's under, can you sort of swish him round and... Um, Do his other bits. Bit <laughs> I'm hoping he wouldn't be quite so aggressive, but it didn't really help. Well, he was funny, still nasty. Because that's what Karen did to me, actually. I went in for a teeth <laughs> out and came out with something else. But these breasts look great, I've got. <laughs> I think they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had, we just had an email in from Graham Kish, although I think it's Flory Kish, saying, Clarkers, you sound so young on the radio. Oh, what a nice man. Is that man. a backhanded compliment? That's, that's <laughs> Lula's father, actually. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So we've got some more emails come in. We've got another one from Mark uh, Faraty saying, Cool for Cats was 1979. Oh, I got that wrong, didn't I? Um, he's also, we've got a text in from somebody as well. Oh! Oh, God, this is Paulie Boy. Aww. He's saying, what's the number to call in, mate? It's Gloucester 34855, but it's not working, so I'm going to call you. Let's call... <laughs> Take the headphone off. <laughs> let, let's just let's call Paul, so we'll just ring his number. He's probably down the barges doing stuff. It'd be funny not if I told... the RG barges. The RG barges. <laughs> oh, the wrong number, that'd be quite funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> See if he, he answers. Oh, it's nothing. Nothing going on. It could be him. Hello. Hello. Is that Paul? Yeah. How <laughs> you How you doing? Can you hear the noise? Yeah. Wh where are you then? Glastonbury. Cardiff. Cardiff. It's what? the um, Armed Forces Day, so George is playing with the pipes and drums. Oh, bless him. Oh, fantastic. Well, it's just me and Man today because Paul, because um, Barry's off sick. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. I'm not on air at the moment, am I? Yes, you are, yes. <laughs> I'm live. Yes. You are live on 7FM. Thanks Please for warning do not me. swear. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say, yeah, you're live, brother. <laughs> oh, for... <laughs> <laughs> Steady. Uh, yeah, no, it's... OK, well, I'll switch into presenter mode. Well, yeah, oh, every oh, day oh, in Cardiff. We thought you were then. Sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ought to say, the sun's out. If you can hear the pipes, they're just warming um, up. Yeah. Uh, and then there's been a couple of processions, all sorts of stuff going on here in Cardiff today. It's going to be a, a good day, but... Uh, yeah, missing you guys in the studio. It's not the Aww. same not being there. First you, one I've missed in ages. Have you got withdrawal symptoms? I have, yeah. Yeah. I, the clock went past eight o'clock this morning and a little lump came into my throat. I, <laughs> I get that scene too. <laughs> <laughs> we've also we've, we've also been flirting with, well I have um, Mandy hasn't with Brigitte as well so Brigitte has been emailing oh. in saying what a fantastic oh. show it's, it sounds much better today for some reason she can't <laughs> <work him. laughs> no. I wonder why that might be she hasn't said that she's just uh, we just played a song for her daughter is it Vanya? Vanya that's uh, right oh cool, okay, cool. Well check that out check me out 
Excellent. Yeah, so it's I'm a, sure it's all going very well without me. Well, nah, it's not actually. I mean, it, no, actually, that's not true. Sorry, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not going well. It's different. So <laughs> me and Mandy are talking differently. There's no there's no vulgarity or swearing or anything like it's that. It's quite civilized. <laughs> it's quite civilized. Like We're drinking. The thing I'm most bothered about. The thing I'm most bothered is, is she in my chair? Uh, yes, she is. Yeah. Yes, she oh, is. God. It's mine now. That me more than anything. Yes. <laughs> and I've got a new nickname now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go on. Go on, man. Fall off Sandy. <laughs> Who? <laughs> I happen to mention that I said, well, because we were talking about, um, talking about... Uh, toys. Toys and, and things. And I said, oh, Karen goes up in the lofts and we've got four lofts, but we only use two of them. She went, oh, check you out, four lofts, Andy. <laughs> four lofts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got three. Oh, one. I'm feeling really <laughs> insignificant. How many now. you got, man? One. Just the one loft. Uh, Just the one you need loft. to join the multi-loft club. I do. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. I love it. Mandy's not going to be here next week. You're not going to see her for a, over a week. Oh, no. I'm doing well, an we'll animation go. workshop. You're doing a, sorry, it's really loud here. <laughs> animation, animation workshop at the Heart of Forest School. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. that sounds good. Yeah. Okay, I'm, you're not going to be in it, are you? Uh, my hand might appear in some of the frames because it normally does because they start pressing the buttons it's like no not yet not yet not yet not <laughs> it's, it's stop animation it's like look at my hand oh, take that out yeah. oh, well, uh, well I'm, I'm looking forward to coming back next week and um, well I will catch up with you in a couple of weeks then man and yeah. uh, I shall see young Andy Mr. Falloff next week then. Yeah. Yes. and have a good time and good luck to George Thank yes. you. Well, enjoy the rest of the show, guys, and I'll catch you next week. Yeah, Can I just say, I didn't realise you could play the bagpipes and you sound great. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing that at the same time as talking yeah, to you. it's fantastic. It? his knees. <laughs> Don't forget to breathe. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we'll see you next week, mate. Have a great show, guys. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. 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 Oh, that worked out well. <laughs> yeah, good old Paul. Good old Paulie boy. Um, yeah, that sounds quite full on there, by the sound of it, oh, isn't George it? George is lovely. I he met is. George at oh, the um, Question Friend Day. Yes. He is. He's, it's funny because he's, um, he's quite tall, isn't he? He's only a year older than Emily, yeah. but he looks like about 12, 13, but he's yeah. only just over nine, I think. And so he doesn't take after his dad. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. And do you know what? It's really interesting. He said, did he tell you what he said to Paul about, I wish you, I wish, was, he didn't say I wish Andy was my dad, but I wish you were cool like Andy or, some, oh, yeah, or something <laughs> like that. I mean, what a nice lad. He's lovely. <laughs> I think it's time for an ad break now. Of course, it is. Um, it's, it's the Forces Day today, isn't it? It's Armed Forces yeah. Day. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about about that when we come back um it's gloucester's first armed forces day today we'll play a bit of a song now we'll play a bit of a sorry we'll play a bit of a ad break now i'll be back after that we better just stop that happening oh I got me, <laughs> it's all going me, wrong me maces are all i got too many maces <laughs> i got how many maces have i got i've got three here andy clark's seven ball breakfast show on seven fm I'm checking in for my flight. Lovely. This is our pleasure. Holiday. And where will you be staying? With my parents. They live over there. Lovely. Travel insurance? Oh, no, thanks. Have you got travel insurance? Uh, no. Check to see if you need any vaccinations? No. Checked out the local laws? No, look. <laughs> Why do I need to know all this? I'm just staying with my parents. Uh-huh. Is either of your parents A, a local lawyer or the chief of police, B, fabulously wealthy, C, the owner of a private plane with its own fully trained medical staff, or D, none of the above? Uh, D. Lovely. Are you a superhero and, in fact, immortal? Things can go wrong on holiday abroad, even if you're staying with family. So check it out before you check in. 
Visit fco.gov.uk slash friends and family. My name's John Hall. I'm the Chief Fire Officer for Gloucestershire. We're using 7FM to help us make South Gloucester, Hardwick, Kingsway and Quedgley the safest places to live in the country. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. I was going to dedicate this to Paul, but it's lip up fatty, so that's <laughs> <laughs> that's come out all wrong. But this is for Paul anyway. Uh, he's down in Cardiff with George. that was for paul and it wasn't the content of the song so apologies for that so if i play this sound man uh, why do you think i'm playing it what'd you that know? sounded like a triumph it did didn't it <laughs> and it's it's time now to speak to uh, our good friend as he's become actually erum now so we're going to um, we're going to speak to erum he's going to tell us uh, the last part of his story about uh, his motorcycles that uh, and his involvement in triumph as well and we spoke, since this interview was recorded, I spoke to John Rosamond, who was the chairman of the Meriden Triumph Cooperative. Now, that's a long mouthful, um, but basically what he did, he took over, or him, him and the workers took over the factory and ran 
the Triumph Motorcycle Factory up in Meriden. Uh, I don't know if that's Coventry or Birmingham. My, my geography's not very good. Um, for eight years. And basically, um, the Labour government back then, which was Tony Benn, came up with the goods, came up with the money to fund it. Um, so we're going to start playing those interviews at next week as well. But before we do that, we're going to go back and we're going to talk to Erem. Erem Wahid, who's a barrister in London. Always handy to know. Um, and we'll be back <laughs> after this. Definitely. John Rosamond, he's written a book, I believe, Save the Triumph Bonneville. Was that correct? That's right. That's the history of the, um, the Triumph Workers Motorcycle Cooperative uh, that was uh, lasted until 1983. Yeah. Uh, it's remarkable because they came into being simply to save the Triumph Bonneville, to save that, that particular design. Uh, not for any other reason. They could. They weren't, it wasn't just about jobs. It was about saving this design that they actually believed in. It's bizarre, strange to think that anybody would have a worker sitting and prevent the new owners of the factory from closing it down solely to preserve uh, the manufacturer of a model that they loved. Well, that's true power to the people, I think. Now. It just shows if you've got the passion to do something that you can do it, can't you? That's fantastic. So... Last summer, you you recreated um, Tony Beaumont's success at the Rally de Pyrenees in 1981 on your own, very, well, your very own 1982 TR7 Tiger Trail. Um, how how did you get on with that? Well, um, Andy, as you know, Triumph has got a good uh, competition history. Mm -hmm. Probably the Triumph Twin Cylinder Motorcycle is probably the most versatile mo motorcycle in history, barring your own, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, but the Rally des Pyrenees uh, held in the initially in the Spanish and French Pyrenees, but by that time solely in the French Pyrenees, was yeah. Triumph's last competition success in 1981. Um, and the Tiger Trail was brand new at the time, and it was up against the BMW R80 GS, which uh, was the very first in that long line of models that you see a lot of nowadays, especially in London and no doubt in Bristol and Gloucestershire. Um, and they were up against each other in the same category of the 750 and over class. Oh, right. Tony Beaumont was a policeman. He was racing for the Federation of British Police Motor Clubs team, and the Tiger Trail was on loan from the Triumph Factory. He won it. It's a very tough, timed trial, whereby you go over very gravelly, rough roads on mountainsides with very sheer drops and very little in the way of barriers, yeah. and you have to do it in a certain time. And the slower you are, the more penalties you accumulate, and the winner is the one with the few penalties. Ah, uh, right, okay. on the Tiger Trial. That's absolutely brilliant. But the event itself stopped being run in the late 1980s, and it was forgotten, even from histories of trial. Uh, but when I found out about it, because it was trumpeted on an advertising poster called the Tiger Trail by the Triumph Factory, and I wondered what it was. And I did some research, and that was my, uh, helped my motivation for recreating and celebrating the victory. And I was helped having a friend who was then working in the Pyrenees, an architect named Pierre Drown, and a journalist, Peter, uh, Steve Wilson, who covered the story for Classic Bike magazine. And it was uh, last year uh, it featured in their September issue. And we were also joined by Christian Ritter, who was a Swiss electrician who also owns a Tiger Trail from New all the way back then. And he responded to my invitation to other Tiger Trail owners to join me. Pierre traced an approximation of the original rally route from contemporary articles that I'd sent him, and Steve worked out a daily itinerary as the competition itself was held over two days in late June, which is exactly when we went. Wow. It was evidently a tough competition, and Tony and the Tiger did well to win it, 
the scenery is as terrific as it is challenging and i'd encourage anyone to visit the pyrenees even more so by motorcycle yeah i used to go to andorra quite quite overseas trip oh yeah. my goodness yeah. yes yes it was my first overseas trip by bike and i really enjoyed it brilliant absolutely brilliant. so now i don't need to be too, too humble here because i'm told that you are now one of the world's experts on triumph motorcycles and even a bit, a number of Wikipedia sites. I mean, what what is what, what's your focus? What's what's your main area of expertise? Do you think? Oh, I, I doubt I'm a world expert. Well, by that's not what I hear. Imagination, <laughs> but and <laughs> Andrew, you silver tongued cavalier. <laughs> uh, I, I've researched models that I've owned. I have to confess that, and yeah. I've read a lot of contemporary and more recent articles upon them, and talked to some of the ex-workers. And so I'm happy to share what knowledge I, I have. Yeah. Um, I was grateful that John Rosamond wrote his book, Save the Triumph Barnabas, about the workers' cooperative, because that was a, a chapter in their history that wasn't well documented uh, after the closure in 1983. Uh, that uh, provided an awful lot of information. And where I can glean information from that and from contemporary and uh, recent magazine articles and from the workers themselves that are... That are uh, uh, attributable. Yeah. That can always be popped onto the appropriate Wikipedia sh site and uh, used to help uh, fellow motorcyclists understand more of these uh, fantastic bikes. Yeah. So, do you, would you ever see yourself buying a Japanese bike? Buying something like a Yamaha or a Honda? Or would that be sacrilege, do you think? Andy. I think I know. I don't know why. Why have I even asked that question? <laughs> it's obvious. <laughs> yeah. <isn't> it? <laughs> So, I mean, you mentioned sort of Gloucestershire, Bristol earlier. Are you aware of um, uh, any particular Trump followings in the southwest where I'm from? Is there anything that you're aware of going on around here? Andy, yes. Oh, well, you're a motorcyclist. Yeah. You should, you should know I, the answer to the question I should, straight away. I should, because I, yeah. Whenever I visit, I certainly do see Trump motorcycles, both from the old factory at Moden and the new one at Hinkley, and I'm, I'm not surprised. They're yeah. fun to ride, as always. They are quite different from Japanese bikes that uh, you and I know have dominated the motorcycle market for nearly half a century. Um, but the Triumphs are still well catered for. Yeah. I mean, there's a Triumph dealership local to Gloucester for the modern Triumphs, and there is still a former main Triumph uh, dealer in uh, Bristol called Matt's Motorcycles that keeps the older Triumphs running uh, just as uh, well as mine and uh, keeps them very reliable. Um, Matt's Motorcycles used to be called Charlie's, and that was a hub dealership in the old factories days that distributed spares to the smaller Triumph shops over quite a wide area that saved them having to visit the West Midlands all the time for yeah. their spares. And as such, it, it retained a lot of Triumph business and stock after the old factory closed in 1983. And even today, as Matt, it's still known for its strong Triumph work. Yeah. There's a place in Cheltenham, I think. Is it Blade from memory or somewhere like that? Is that it may well be. I it, don't. I haven't. That's not one I've visited, but I certainly visited the the uh, modern Triumph dealership and yeah. the uh, dealership, the um, Matt's motorcycles as well. So I mean, what but do I'm you sure a lot of people would be able to handle both the new ones and old ones as regards servicing. What do you think of the new ones? I think they are superb motorcycles, and Britain has every right to be proud of them. They're yeah. every bit as good as any motorcycle on the market today, yeah. probably even better. Yeah. They draw an awful lot on Triumph's heritage. Um, Andy, I would say the new Triumph is a bit like the new Mini, the new Beetle, and the new Fiat 500. It uh, has plenty of echoes of the old favourites that yeah. we all love and were, had their own... Uh, 
character, I'll call it that, but they come with all the mod cons one would expect in a modern bike, yeah. such as long service period intervals, uh, electric starting, um, and they're very easy to ride as well. They are, uh, I would say, bang up to date. They're no, you don't have to worry about oil leaks, electricals, anything like that. They are trouble-free motoring. Fantastic. It's been absolutely fantastic talking to you this morning. And motorcycling is very close to me, or it was. I mean, I must admit, now I'm too old, I think, to do it. At least, I'm not really, but I think I'm, I'm trying to con myself. But I, I wouldn't mind another bike. And to be honest, why not go for something like um, where Triumph? It's got, it's got the heritage, it's got passion, hasn't it, as well? Oh, absolutely. Definitely. We're going to try and catch up with John Rosamond at some point, because um, obviously he's a friend of yours, and, and uh, I think it would be good to get you know his views on and uh, on things as well. So I'd just like to say thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to talk to us, Aram, and we will no doubt speak to you again sometime. Thank you very much. Thank you, Andy, and safe riding, and to your listeners as well. Thank you very much indeed. Cheers. Cheers. Music, news and information for South Gloucester. Sure. 7FM. Well, we had to play this song, didn't we? I mean, this is... Can you sing this, man? Um, well... <laughs> Get your motor running. Fantastic! Steppenwolf. She's up, she's there. Good girl. Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Looking for adventure. And whatever comes our way.
lesson number one open fader before opening mouth <laughs> and engage brain before opening mouth as my dad says so that was Steppenwolf and Born to be Wild and to be honest what a great song to play after listening to that fantastic interview with uh, Aaron as well now we're going to put that as a separate interview on our listen again so you can always log on to the website and listen to it or go to tune in or go to iTunes later um, and that will be on sometime today uh, pending all the other things I've got to do today like get ready for Emily's birthday and stuff but yeah that's going to be yeah exactly that's going to be on our listen again and then we're going to be over the next two weeks talking to somebody that Aram's put, him in, put us in touch with which is John Rosamond um, who was chairman of the Meriden uh, Motorcycle Triumph Motorcycle Cooperative which um, fascinating story fascinating chat with this guy that uh, did so much for British motorcycles back in the 80s, 70s and 80s so manned Yes. Gloucester First Armed Forces yeah. Day. What's happening there then? Um, apparently, it's a celebration of all our brave men and women in uniform, and it's going to happen in Gloucester today. Wow. Um, military personnel of the past, present, and future will be honoured on an Armed Forces Day event. It's the first of its kind in the city centre, so if you're going shopping, you might want to sort of make plans around it. I think so. Yeah. Good and, idea. Uh, yeah. Um, more, more than 150 veterans, serving men and women and cadets, will proudly march through the city from College Green, which is outside the cathedral, oh, to yeah? the docks. Cool. Um, the people of Gloucester have been urged to line the streets, fly their flag and show their support. Um, Bob Perkins, who's a county standard bearer for the Royal British Legion, will lead out the veterans. The 57-year-old, who served with the Royal Gloucestershire Hussars from 1974 to 78, said... Wow. It's really great we're doing this and hopefully it will inspire other places to follow our example. It is important to honour all our ex-serving and serving personnel, especially as government cuts mean there will be more need for the RBL and other charities. It's a proud thing to parade through your city and the hairs always stand up on my neck when the crowd starts clapping and cheering. It's an emotional moment. Apparently Hardwick RBL held its Armed Forces Day celebration last weekend um, but will be in the city to take part in the Gloucester event as well. And Chairman Bill Bratty said, I'm glad something is finally being done. It's an opportunity for people to say thank you for anyone who serves our country. Uh, absolutely. I think he couldn't have said it any better than that. That no. is fantastic. Of course, Bill, we, um, 7FM a couple of years ago did a, was it last year or the year before? I can't remember now. They did a, a special day with Bill Bratty and the RBL uh, in Hardwick. So oh, that's fantastic. It's yeah. so good. Uh, to see that in Gloucester going on, isn't it? Is, it is, it is. We should honour these men and women. Definitely. 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 I mean, it's all been going on in Gloucester this week, though, hasn't it? I mean, um... Prince Harry. And yeah, yeah, Prince Harry. Ed and then Miliband. Ed Miliband, uh, he came in and uh, he was talking about war veterans um, and saying that uh, ones with mental health issues must not be abandoned. Um, he was saying that uh, while he was in Gloucester on Thursday that uh, Mr Miliband plans to protect veterans um, in Gloucester... And I got this wrong. Mr. Miliband's plan to protect veterans was made, sorry, at Gloucester Guildhall just 24 hours before the armed forces commemorations in the city were due to take place. He heard the plight of Tanya Palmer's brother who fought in Iraq but untreated mental health issues left him on the road to ruin. Now he's in, now he's in prison. And that is mm, absolutely that is tragic. So sad. It is. Yeah, absolutely tragic. So, uh, fair play to you, Mr. Miliband, for uh, saying that and, and doing stuff around that. It's great. It is good to hear. <laughs> what are you doing later then, man? Uh, what am I doing later? <laughs> it's not very exciting. No. No. <laughs> Probably cleaning out the budgie. Oh. And the hamster. Um, cutting the grass. Um, writing some more of my exciting profiles for um, the This Is website. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so, hang on. I thought that was all 
done and dusted? Oh no, I'm doing SEO optimization now and um, writing profiles for the This Is um, brand of websites. When somebody has a business listing, you have to write between 150 and 300 words about How much do you business. charge for that then? Well, they pay me. Do you want to know? It's really quite sad. £6 a profile. It's so can you do it on me then? And I'll pay you £10. Yeah, right then. <laughs> I'm going to start taking backhanders, I think. I think you should. <laughs> I think you should. It's the way forward. It's not very exciting. Lots of estate agents and stuff like that. That's all right, though, yeah. isn't it? It's okay. SEO search engine optimization. Yeah. God. Uh, do you know, <laughs> ringtone.net... <clears throat> this is back in 1988, 99, 2000, 2001. If you search for the word ringtone on google.com, ringtone.net, my company was the first that came up. Excellent. I did watch your thing when you were on the big breakfast. Did you? Yeah. Did you Bless see you. did you see uh, her crack on to me at the end when she <laughs> says and after the show I'd like you to come and tune my Denise. phone. Denise. Yeah, Denise Van yeah. yeah. She did say that and it was done in that exact manner. I said Denise get off. Denise, I'm married. I'm married. Get <laughs> off me. This is not going to happen, girlfriend, I said. Oh, hang on, then I woke up and it was an amazing dream. Um, but yeah, good, good. I had a bit of about 15 minutes of fame then. I used to love the big breakfast. It's fantastic. What I couldn't, what I found bizarre was how small it was. I mean, yeah. it was about three times the size of this room. And I remember walking in to the studio and I walked in and there was a, f- I don't know what you call them, like a fold-back monitor, monitor pointing up saying, uh, do not enter when red light is on. And red light was on. And they went, no, you can go in, it's okay. And I walked in, and there was this big table, which had loads of plastic, but it, it looked real. Bread, fruit, yeah. and it was the one they used to do for the opening shop. Yeah. And uh, I walked past that table, and I thought, what am I doing here? <laughs> he is going to rip the mickey out of me. And he didn't. He was and very he, nice to you. He was fantastic, because yeah. he used to be really horrible to people, didn't he? Well, not horrible, but he used to really take the mickey. He used to ring me up, and... Um, other people used to ring I mean, Phil Jupiter used to ring me up. Really? Yeah. Uh, the girl off EastEnders, um, the one who went out with uh, Barry. Oh. Oh, um... It was, uh, Beth... Not... What was the ginger one called? I shouldn't say that, should I? <laughs> what was oh, the Bianca. G- Bianca's yeah. sister. Oh, God, I can't remember. She was, uh, toy like this, because she ran me up from her dad's house and said, hello, is that Andy? Yeah, it's, um... Oh, what's her name? It's not Daniela Westbrook. No, no, she was blonde. Because they both married Ricky. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, they did. Excuse me, off did, their cough. Didn't, didn't, <laughs> didn't, he, didn't she kill Barry? Oh, Janine. Is it Janine? Janine pushed Barry down a mountain in Scotland. Was that Bianca's sister? She's, no, she married Bianca's, no, hang on. <laughs> Is Ricky Bianca's brother? He is, isn't he? She married Bianca's brother, Ricky. No, I can't remember. If anyone knows, get in touch. 7FM, <laughs> text her with 7FM followed by a space and who, what Bianca's sister's called to She's got uh, little ginger one, isn't she? Called Tiffany. Oh, and that's the young one. Little... The one. It's the one in between. She, she's, she's, um... Oh, there was Diane. No, that was Ricky's sister. Oh. No, Bianca was married to Ricky. Yeah. Ricky! Janine's Ricky's sister. Yeah. And so's Diane, who went to live in France. Oh my god, they're both aren't. So and what is <laughs> what is what is um Bianca's sister's name? Was, oh I don't know. It was her anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, I can't remember how that <laughs> And um <laughs> who was the very attractive Scottish blonde lady that went bold? Mm, Gail Porter. Oh yeah. She did she my voicemail. Did she? She did my voicemail. 
Did she? Oh, yes. Yeah, she, she goes, was on the House of Parliament, wasn't she? That's right, yeah. With her bottom. With her, that's right, yeah. <laughs> We've all done that. Yeah, I'm always I'm, doing it. They keep taking it down. I'm trying to give it up, though. <laughs> Have you got a Blackberry? I haven't. My daughter's got one. Is she into BBM and all oh, that, whatever God, it's called? Oh, yeah, it's a curse. Teenage it, girls, it carries on the arguments and makes things worse. It's yeah. a curse for them as well, yeah. because Blackberry shares plunged after 84 million first quarter <sighs> oh, loss. Shares in smartphone maker BlackBerry have divved... Oh, divved. Oh, my God, what am I like? I've dived. I can't even read. After it reported an $84 million, £55 million loss for three months to June the 1st this year. The figure was better than the $518 million loss for the same period last year, but much worse than uh, analyst forecast. The company based in Ontario, Ontario, Canada also said it would post an operating loss for the next quarter running to September. BlackBerry shares closed down 28% in New York shipments of new smartphones increased, but BlackBerry, which used to be called Research in Motion, did not release how many new handsets running the BB10 operating system were sold in the quarter. Chief Executive um, Thorstein Hines <laughs> said... <laughs> I'm not very good reading these words. ...said the company was continuing to focus on the global rollout of BB10 and was confident it would be a hit with customers. And you know who's got a BB, uh, BB10 phone, whatever it's called? Is it Baza? No, no. Someone that you do a very good impression of. Oh, what? Alan Sugar? Yeah. Mm. He's got one. Because <laughs> he tweeted out. He what, tweeted out. BBM? He tweeted out. He, he BBM'd out. Oh, I got one, and I look. Did he put all his friends' name into his friends into his name and all that kind of stuff I that they do? I don't, I, understand, I don't understand it. any of it. I don't really. understand any of it. If only I could get somebody who worked in mobile phones to explain it. <laughs> oh, hang on. Yes. So yeah. So what? Have, it's all gone. It's all gone very quick today, man. Doesn't it? It has. It has been quiet without Barry and Paul. It's been very quiet. I've missed the banter from the Chuckle Brothers. Yes, indeed. The Chuckle Brothers. I think that's what we should call them. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Barry and Paul Chuckle. (laughs) That's fantastic. And two lofts... No, four lofts Andy. Yeah. What are we going to call you then? Oh, I'm sure we can think of something. I think that is going to be a challenge. We're going to have to think of something. As long as it's not Randy Mand or anything really unoriginal. I hadn't thought that, of Randy yeah. Mandy, but yeah, now you mention it, that's quite a good one. <laughs> 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 oh, it's a laugh on this show, isn't it, eh? Yeah. Well, there's, do you know how many more minutes we've got to go? Seven. God, you're very good. How did you guess that? Is it that big <laughs> clock up there saying seven minutes to go? Yeah. Mm, yeah, and then that'll be the end of it, and then you're not in for a week, are you? No, I'm off to um, next Saturday. I'll be playing with plasticine. So how, so how does that work, then? Um, well, we've got two um, animation stations, yeah. which are IMAX, and um, lots of plasticine and yeah. cameras, and um, it's working with the um, Heart of Forest um, children and young people, so obviously they've got different sort of um, special needs and stuff. So, But they love it, absolutely love it. Just had to answer the phone then, because <laughs> it, it was ringing. So, um, I'm just trying to find a, a track now. Um, if I can find this, it'll be quite funny to listen to. Uh, yeah, here you go. So, this this is a thing, uh, if this works, this is a thing... Um, that was on the Far Show. It's called Animation Today. <laughs> and it was... Um, this will be me. <laughs> this this will be you. <laughs> second of finished film. Is that just a second? Is that well, less if it was a particularly tricky bit, uh, an action sequence or something. <laughs> um, I mean, let me show you. Uh, yeah. Today he wanted to do a wave, mm. a sort of dismissive gesture like that. What you do is 
First of all, you move his hand just a tiny amount. Right. Uh. And then you'd move one finger again huh? a tiny amount. Right. Uh. Second finger just a tiny amount. Right. <laughs> the third finger just a tiny amount. Mm -hmm. And then we'd have to move the eyes around. Mm -hmm. Again, just a tiny, tiny amount. <laughs> and the other one, a tiny amount. Then it's click, click, two frames. And then I suppose his feet should waggle, his toes. So <laughs> the first toe, we'd move it down mm -hmm. just a tiny amount. Mm -hmm. And the second toe would come up <laughs> a tiny amount. The third toe down. Just a tiny amount. <laughs> then we move up to the hand again. <laughs> a tiny amount. And this finger. Just a tiny amount. And the next finger. So I'm not sure if he swears amount. at the end of this. Again to the eyes to bring them round some more. <laughs> a tiny amount. This finger. I'd say we're fancy a point. <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. The good old fire show there. <laughs> that was I can't remember that, but he had lots of hair. Um, he did uh, Charlie something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Charlie Hickson, wasn't That's it? That's it. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Um, <clears throat> just a tiny amount. Yeah. So that'll be you then, will it? Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way with us because obviously they've got various sort of um some of them aren't quite so patient <laughs> just <laughs> so a tiny amount we do amount. a lot of snails because <laughs> they don't have hands or feet <laughs> or legs well, it's funny because we were watching <laughs> a video that i took uh oh a years ago when me and karen on our honeymoon and mm. i did a I, I know that's how long ago it was i was just wondering what video it was i wasn't it, was, <laughs> it wasn't a, no it was our honeymoon we were married so that all stopped that day oh, okay. um but, but it was basically two slippers walking up the stairs <laughs> and i did that i did that that's brilliant yeah just and i just did it on the video for two set for two frames and it, for these things walk up the stairs on yeah. their own katie's done a few things like that she sort of messes around with yeah it's like good that. fun yeah. isn't it yeah definitely ah so there you go so long winter evenings fly by fly by in your race <laughs> don't they so you'll be doing just a tiny amount just a tiny amount just a tiny Next amount Saturday, yes yeah. indeed yeah oh well it's been great I tell you what, we've had a laugh today actually haven't we, we? Have. just the two of us we've proved yes, we don't the need the other the other scum <laughs> just the two of us yeah we don't need the other scum <laughs> I shouldn't say that I didn't mean it poor didn't mean it Baz I think Petey's going to be in next week excellent I haven't seen Petey I wonder if he's wasted away now oh, I, I know he must be tiny he must be tiny yeah really tiny. small absolutely <laughs> well I'd say what we're going to do we're going to go out with the song now um, we're not going to go out with the jam or uh, going underground we're going to go out with a, an old one. Oh, that's the receiver alarm. <laughs> that's the receiver off the phone it's called the howler that is which is funny because I used to go out with some of them but anyway um, <laughs> so this one we're going to play now is Dave Edmonds and Girls Talk I bet you've never, never even heard of it have you Probably not. No? I'll let you know. Well, it's from the late 70s. It's Girls Talk by Dave Edmonds. Oh, we'll I be do back. Know it. You do know it. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. See ya. Bye.
Ask Gloucester and around the world at 7fm.com and 7fm.com.